Hi everyone, I'm Kina. I'm Catherine. And I'm Juliet. And we're a team of three high schoolers committed to engaging in meaningful discussion and learning more about the topics we're passionate about. Our conversations range from politics to social justice to environmental reform. Anything goes. Welcome to All of the Above Out Loud. Hey everyone, welcome back to All of the Above Out Loud. We've taken a little bit of a break because we had a lot going on at school, but today we're back with an exciting episode. We're going to be interviewing Mitzi Moore, the program manager of the Big Brothers Big Sisters of Central California organization. Big Brothers Big Sisters makes meaningful, professionally supported matches between adult volunteers called Bigs and children called Littles ages 6 through 18. Their goal is to have positive relationships that have a direct and lasting effect on the lives of young people who need and deserve mentors to build self-confidence and realize their potential. So uh, our first question to you is, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at Big Brothers Big Sisters? Yes. um, So my name is Mitzi Moore. I'm program manager of um, our Big Brothers Big Sisters community-based program. So we have several programs and I operate um, this particular department. Okay. And um, could you tell us a bit about what Big Brothers and Big Sisters is? Yes. So in a nutshell, we ignite the potential of the youth that we serve. We are particularly working with underserved um, youth in our communities, and we ignite that potential by matching them in one-to-one supported friendships, uh, whether that be with an adult through the community-based program uh, or through the high school bigs or a variety of other um, programs that we have. That's super interesting. Could you talk a little bit about how the program or like um, the organization came to be? Ooh, okay. Um, honestly, it started with the vision. And if my memory serves me correctly, there was um, a clerk that worked in um, the legal system that would notice that there were a lot of youth um, coming in and out of the system. And mind you, these are particularly young boys that they were look, focusing on. This was back 19. 1904, I want to believe, is when it first started. And um, this individual, I believe his name was Ernest, can't remember his last name, but um, this clerk noticed that there were all these young boys coming through the system and wondered, you know, what would happen if these boys were given the opportunity to have some type of guidance by an adult? Would they be making the same decisions that would lead them to um, to this location. So that's how Big Brothers was initiated. And on a different part of the United States, there was a group of nuns that um, were doing some type of mentorship with young ladies, and that was Big Sisters. So um, then eventually there was a collaboration, and that's how we get Big Brothers, Big Sisters. So the essence is still the same, is trying to, um, like I mentioned, ignite the potential and provide a different outlook of life for these um, young people that are going to be the future leaders of our communities and um, help them see a different type of of life. Sometimes um, given circumstances that they're in, it could be very difficult to envision um, what a bright future would look like. And so our bigs help them see what that is. And, you know, and then the rest is history. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful mission. It's always nice to, you know, have like a mentor or someone there with you. Um, And we saw on your guys' website that one of your programs is the community-based Big and Littles program. So could you talk a little bit about that? 
Yes. Um, so the community-based program is essentially the heart of what Big Brothers Big Sisters is, is what um, Ernest had as as the vision way back when it started there. And it's essentially adult volunteers that want to give back to their community. And we do a very intentional job, a very thorough job of finding um, youth. We enroll them. Um, we, you know, get to know the ins and outs of, you know, what kind of support that they need. We look at the whole family dynamic. And then we look at the volunteers also do a very thorough um process to make sure that they are, you know, coming in with the best of intentions and are, you know, ready to be, you know, this volunteer. And then we kind of do like a matchmaking type of deal and then we pair them. So it's very, it's very important for us that we make these matches. So a match would be a big and a little based off of compatibility, because we're hoping that these individuals are going to work with each other for at least one year. And anyone that has friends or has to work with someone knows that it's so much easier to make that commitment if it's someone that you have someone in common with. So that's kind of the foundation of how we create our matches. And then um, they have the ability to go out in the community and do different types of activities. Um, and this is particularly our community-based program. So there are other programs that are um, operating more at a, at a site, whether it's the school or the employer's um, site. Um, but with our program, they have the flexibility of going out to get ice cream, going to the park, um, down the road, going to their big's house and, you know, watching a movie or whatever the case may be. And so we're supporting these matches throughout the life of, of, of their friendship, essentially, and, you know, helping them if there's any bumps in the road, provide different types of resources, um, ways for them to get involved in, in different types of things. And unfortunately for us, most of our matches are together for way longer than a year. Yeah, that's really great. And I think not only is that kind of format really beneficial for the littles, but it also, you know, probably helps the bigs out too by making them, you know, feel more like leaders. And, you know, it's probably very exciting. I'm part of the, like this peer mentorship program at my school, and it's kind of the same idea, except we do it for freshmen. And so I could really see the benefit both ways that way. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah. And so uh, we also saw on your website the High School Bigs program. Could you tell us about how that's different from your other programs? Yes. And actually, a little bit of what um, you were mentioning right now, Juliet, is this is kind of like a almost like a peer mentoring, not quite. Um, but we have our high school students that are, you know, leaders within their schools and are going to the school site of the child. And they are working with them once a week after school. So it's kind of like an after school program. Um, but they see them once a week, they have, you know, structured activities that they're working on. And the commitment is just the same for them. It's a year. Um, although again, like in our community based program, we have matches that have been together for two, three years. And sometimes these high school students, once they're in college, will still come back and um, work with their littles. So and that's actually something that we have found um, during COVID because a lot of our programs are operating on a virtual level. Even if the big, let's say, moved to, I don't know, UCLA or something, and their little is somewhere in a little small town in, in the Central Valley, they're still able to keep connected if, if it works for their time frame. So um, it's a really good opportunity for high school students to get involved. And um, I actually worked in that department prior coming into community base. So um, you really are able to see the benefits to the big as well, um, apart from just the little. So it's great to, to see them have that leadership and that, and that connection at such a young age. 
Yeah, that's really awesome. Um, my school is like a K through 12 school. So we kind of have a similar situation where, you know, um, I had like a student that I was tutoring and we kind of developed a really good relationship. Um, and so I'm actually from LA, so I'm not from the Central Valley. Um, but could you talk about why supporting youth is so important specifically in the Central Valley? Mm -hmm. um, well, a little bit of what I mentioned before on um, different, a different, looking or giving a different perspective of life. Um, sometimes, especially in smaller cities, and um, for anyone that's familiar with the Central Valley, I'm originally from Sanger which possibly no one has ever heard of, um, unless if you're from the Central Valley. But um, what we find sometimes in, in smaller cities or just um, the Central Valley in general is that we have, because we don't have as much access to different resources that are in bigger cities, it can again be a little bit difficult for some youth to envision you know, and to think big because, um, for example, Central Valley, we have a lot of ag, which nothing wrong with ag. It's obviously very important. But sometimes if you don't have that continuous access to something um, bigger, like, for example, Silicon Valley has all these different businesses and, and different types of opportunities, it can be a little more challenging for a child that doesn't have that continuous exposure to see, hey, you know what, one day I could do something like this. And sometimes they get to that point, you know, once they start getting to high school and um, college that they start being exposed to different things. But if we can provide that exposure to them at a younger age, this is where it's very beneficial for our mentors to to come into play because they can show them, hey, I already made it up to this point And this is what I do. This could be a possibility for you as well. So um, we have found it has been very helpful for them to um, look at different things outside of, you know, the, the small towns that they live in. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. So I grew up in Fresno and I currently go to university oh. on the Fresno State campus. And oh, awesome. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, coming from like a smaller city, it can feel quite insular. And like, this is kind of the way things are. And it's hard to think outside the box sometimes. And so I definitely agree with you. Like, that's a really big benefit of this program, having that kind of role model to be like, I could also do that if I needed to. Yeah. And so yeah. Um, my next question to you is, do you have any success stories or any experiences at Big Brothers, Big Sisters that you'd like to share? I have a laundry list. We would be here all day if I could share all the stories. Um, uh, one that comes to mind, uh, our most recent one, is our Bigs of the Year. So every year we have two individuals from our community-based program and two individuals from our high school bigs program that represent the four counties that we serve bigs that have done such an amazing job, you know, working with their littles. And we have so many of these stories, but obviously we can only pick one big of the year um, for each category. So for this year's big brother of the year, his little brother is someone um, that has been in the program for quite some time. He was actually previously matched before he was into this particular match. Um, he's the oldest of four and he took on the responsibility at a very young age um, to kind of be a sense of a, a provider in his family. Um, so he has, uh, he now has a stepdad, but 
for a while it was, um, you know, his, his single mom and, and the four children. So because he was the eldest, he had that responsibility of, you know, looking after his children and, um, in anything that his mom needed, he was the one stepping up. So his mom brought him into the program because she said, you know, I want him to have the chance to be a kid. And it's very hard for him to have that at home because, you know, he's kind of the leader of, of his brothers. So, um, when he entered this particular match, he was, I want to say in seventh grade, and he hit it off really big. And the one thing he had in common with his big is that they both liked running. So his big was able to expose him um, to different runs. His big brother is a police officer. And um, so he, we have like the support blue run and they have a picture of them doing it for like three years in a row. And you could see him change throughout that time frame. Um, he introduced him to his first, um, marathon and just all of these different exposures based off of the things that he already likes. So again, dreaming big. And um, once he entered high school, he did encounter um, a couple of challenges with falling behind in school and, you know, staying motivated. So when we did the reveal ultimately for um, big brother, letting him know that he, that he won, I told him, okay, you're going to have to help me make this super special for him. And when he gave the speech to his big as to why he was chosen, um, it was so hard not to cry during it through throughout that um that moment but he basically said you know like you know that I you know was struggling a bit in school and um you know you were there for me when I was you know needing that extra support and he said you're the reason why I'm going to be graduating from high school so it was um like I said hard to keep a dry eye and his mom is just so grateful um and she's really credited him for um stepping in almost like a father figure to her son. And she said, you know, he's he, part of his success is really because you have been there um, for him and to do all those extra things that he hasn't been able to do. And um, in his um, school pictures, his like senior picture, he has um, a vest that his big had that he gave to him. And so, oh my gosh, I could go on and on forever about this match, but he is, um, so he's going to be graduating, um, this year. He's a senior now, and then he's had the opportunities to get into some type of broadcasting. So he's doing like small projects with the city now. And, um, I, I, we know that his match is going to continue way past high school. Um, I want to say they've been matched for, they're going to be matched for five years soon. So again, another example of, you know, we're trying to create long lasting friendships and, um, this child that, you know, just needed that opportunity and the individual that was willing to give him that opportunity to, you know, flourish. So one of the many success stories we have, but it's awesome to be able to witness that. Yeah, that's a really, really touching story. And I'm so glad that they both were able to get that relationship. Um, so for people who are looking to get involved, how can teens and other people in the area apply to be bigs or, you know, part of the program as littles even? Oh, um, yes. Yeah. So I honestly, the, the best way is to look, um, if you're in the Central Valley, bigs.org is our website, so you can apply there. Um, but honestly, if you just look like big brothers, big sisters in your city, it's going to connect you to the to the affiliate that's closest to you. So my understanding is that somewhere along, some of you are operating from Los Angeles, right? 
Um, so LA, for example, has so many different chapters that are, um, you know, take care of certain zip codes and, you know, check in with them to see if they have a high school based program. If you are um, in, in high school, if you're already um, an adult, then please, there's always such a need and especially male figures. We always need more male bigs. So um, please consider taking the time, um, the time to investigate if this is something that you would like to do. Um, and something that I, I think is very important to understand when becoming a big is that it can seem intimidating. Like I just shared a story of like a phenomenal match, but I think sometimes people can get concerned about getting involved because they may not have the time or what do I have to offer to a child? But honestly, your time is the best thing that you can do. And it really isn't too much of a commitment. Um, and what I mean by that is sometimes we underestimate that children are going to be so happy just knowing that there's someone out there that really cares about them. So, I mean, I'm, I've been matched for four years now, almost five years this year. And I see my little once a month. It's been a little bit challenging because of COVID and stuff. So, I mean, I don't see her as often as I would like, but even just the, the once a month that I've been able to do now, I know it's still making such a huge difference. So if, if time is, is a concern, don't let that get in the way. If there's a desire, trust me, the affiliate that you're part of is going to find a way to work with you. Um, and just the, just the same for littles, um, bigs.org if you're in the Central Valley or check the affiliate closest to you. And they're, I mean, they're gonna find a way to, to get involved. Yeah, that's really amazing. I definitely want to speak to someone at my school about this because we're always looking for volunteer opportunities for the high schoolers on campus because, uh, you know, people need to get their hours or people just want to get more involved in the community. And I think this is such a great way of doing that. It's really cool. Um, and then our last question for you is, are there any resources, websites, documentaries, or books that can help us and our audience learn more about the obstacles that could face underserved youth? Uh, well, fortunately, there are so many resources now because there's been a lot of attention placed. Um, I know a lot of um, school districts are really focusing on the social emotional development of youth. So fortunately, there are many resources out there. Um, one book that I've read that has been extremely helpful, um, and it's a bit of an older book, um, but it's called The Big Impact, um, Big Brothers Making a Difference by Richard Grief. And he shares the story of when he was um, a big brother back in the 80s, which again, probably seems like a long time ago. But I think that in the book, he really encompasses not only the need, but you get like a um, almost like you're, you're sitting there with him as he's going through this experience of being a big and talking about why it's so important for people to get involved. And again, even if this takes place back in, in um, you know, 1980 or so, I think a lot of it still applies today. I mean, our world still has challenges that we're facing. And so I think um, this author does a really good job of, um, you know, encompassing the heart of mentorship and why it's so important. And then, you know, really covering why people should get involved. And he talks about his experience with um, more than one little that, that he had and just what that relationship was like. So I think that, um, you know, really helps to, to understand why, you know, people should get involved. Yes, thank you so much for sharing. And that was the end of our interview. We don't have any more questions. And um, again, we just really appreciate you taking the time to tell us about what this organization is all about. I just think it's such a great thing that you know exists in the Valley. 
We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're going to be linking all the information about Big Brothers and Big Sisters down in the description below. We're going to be linking their Instagram, their website, and places you can leave donations. You can find us at Aota Club on Instagram, where you can find a link to our link tree that has um, links to our website and our Spotify and all of that good information. Uh, We hope you enjoyed and catch you on the flip.